make sure the reason you want to start a business, like make sure your why is bigger than yourself, right? Um, that's what's going to motivate you to really get up every day when it's tough and hard and also help you to seek that community to support you. Um, because sometimes like in the beginning, yeah, you know, you may get up for yourself or be motivated by things just internally. But I think, you know, when your why is bigger than yourself, you're just going to work so much harder and, and you're going to just be more, way more focused because you, you know, you want to you know, serve others and, that's, and also be open to pivoting, right? Um, it also makes it so you're not just focused on just what you want. Um, you should know the direction you want to go in, but I think it's important to be able to pivot, you know, in, in a way that helps your business model um, to, to what's going to be best for your customers, like the community, the customers, the people out there are going to tell you the best version of your product that you're building, right? That insight is going to be so important. So make your why bigger yourself and also just be, be willing to pivot. Um, everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that's grown several startups in the seven and eight figure businesses, as well as a founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where he helps startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. If you ever need help with yours, just go to strategymeeting.com, grab some time with us to chat. We're always here to help. Now, today we've got another great guest on the podcast, Saul Sutton. And uh, Saul um, was a or was raised by a single mom, gave him and his gra- uh, brothers a great foundation. And with that, his first job he worked is with, with or worked at was at Chick Fil A, and uh, and he uh, knew he wanted to serve people going into high school and he or within high school, and also uh, loved sports. Um, so with that, or after he graduated from high school, it took about a year break between uh, between high school and college. I went and worked for a, a and then uh, went and worked for a chemical manufacturing company while in college. Um, after school, joined Amazon and uh, worked with uh, the Amazon delivery in several locations. Um, after was also doing a side hustle with his brother. Um, and then, or, and then in about 2018, decided to take the side hustle and make it a full-time endeavor, um, went and did an accelerator and did some fundraising. Uh, the business was, uh, with to do with, uh, technical and medical staffing and, uh, grew during COVID and continues to grow now. So with that much as an introduction, welcome on the podcast, Saul. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Glad you're having me. Thank you, Devin. Absolutely. So I just took a, a much longer journey and condensed into the 30 second version. So let's uh, let's unpack that a bit of, uh, about uh, having a, your mom raise you and get, getting a good foundation and starting your life out working at uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, just having a single mom, you know, got a strong foundation there. And we had to grow up kind of fast, you know, you know I had a, a little brother, you know, it's the whole world to me. And we just wanted to lead by example. And you know, really knowing the best way to do that was to, you know, develop myself, but also to continue to serve. So, you know, and then obviously, you know, having that Chick-fil-A, I think is a good company to start working with. They have a great foundation um, for leaders and they really invest you at a young age. You know, I came home one day, I think I turned 14. My mom was like, I got a job for you. I was like, what a great gift. Uh, (laughs) So I started. Mom, I always wanted a job. So I started uh, working right away. It was a great experience. I appreciate it. You know, and it gave me some independence. Um, but really, this gave me a platform to, you know, be serving and work with some really good leaders. And then uh, gave me an idea, some things to think about going into college. Um, and I like, you know, I was like, you know, if I want, I know I want to continue to, I like businesses, I want to continue to serve people. And I want to be in a leadership role where I can, you know, execute that change. So from there, you know, I went to college, um, went through the supply chain operations management program, found out I love problem solving, I love 
inventing and simplifying. I love serving customers and, you know, some of the biggest companies in the world were supply chain businesses. So I was like, oh, I get to work with all kinds of people and touch a lot of different things. Um, and then obviously continue to serve. So um, was blessed right out of, well, in high school, in college, actually um, was presented with a, a job um, through the Career Center to join a company called Sigma Aldridge. It's one of the larger chemical manufacturing companies that got acquired while I was there, um, but really got me an opportunity to, to lead a, a whole operation. Um, started on the distribution side, um, you know, packing, or sorry, selecting and sending the pack stuff over to get one, packaged. One quick question just to dive in on that. So graduated from, or graduated from college, you're saying, okay, gonna go and work for Amazon in the distribution center now. Was that a, hey, I'm gonna be the person packing boxes and I'm gonna start from the ground up or is more of, hey, I've got an opportunity to do operational stuff, which is what I love or kind of, in, how did you get into deciding to go work for Amazon and in the distribution centers? Yeah, so distribution center, um, it was a role right in my program. It was uh, at the time pretty high paying, started off at 55,000 as a trainee. Um, I quickly was always looking for ways to invent and simplify and evolve. I mean, it's at a senior level in that first role in two years. Um, you know, just from just really being innovative. Um, but what really made me go to Amazon was, you know, they kind of actually headhunted me through LinkedIn. I've always been a big believer in LinkedIn and keeping an update on what I was working on and, you know, using it to attract people to be interested in me. And they came to me and said, uh, you know, we're doing this new thing. We can't tell you what that thing is. It looks like you might be the kind of person that might be um, a good fit for it. And I was like, okay, why not apply? And, you know, in the chemical manufacturing there isn't much opportunity to be innovative all the regulation. And my boss is like, you know, they seen I was striving to innovate and trying to do all these great, great ideas and great things. You're like, you know, but it might take some time. So then Amazon gave me that opportunity um, and my bosses supported it, man. They were big champions. They launched me, uh, you know, into that role with a lot of strengths and they supported it. So I went to Amazon, went through, you know, the, the recruiting process. And then I found out what I was doing was I was launching Amazon delivery service at its inception. You know, they didn't know what they were exactly going to be doing yet. I'm like, this is perfect. You know, so the first job I got, I, I get to the site. It's a completely unbuilt, broken down warehouse with one conveyor belt in the middle. And uh, they call these things, these MiFi's, these hotspots. They're like, we want to run some tests and we're just going to build the operation around you. But before we build it, we just want to start doing stuff now. So I had a team of about 20 employees, one conveyor belt, some packages that were hand selected from clients that uh, had to make sure they got there. And then we just started just having fun and running the operation in this uh, very untraditional environment. And you know, I you know, just like I said, I really took off there and then uh, did some great things and speed up that journey. I ended up launching two sites in Boston. That's, that's another thing too, you know, when I got this role, it also required me to leave Wisconsin. That's where I'm from, leave my family and everything else and go on this journey to a place where I didn't know anyone. And I've always been a big believer that, uh, you know, that to my faith, like, you know, I, I think what makes me successful is I, I have discipline and consistency when I lack motivation and I just trust God's timing, right? And it felt like it was the next thing to do. Uh, so I was like, you know, mom, Nate, uh, I, I feel like I used to be going to Boston. They're like, you know, and I was there like, you know, kind of sad about it, but they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll go for it. So I went there and Boston's a tough crowd. Let me tell you that. <laughs> they, don't, they don't like people who aren't from there, but they, like, after a while, you know, they got used to me because I wasn't going to go anywhere. But, but yeah, so I was able to do some really great things there. But my brother also like, you know, at about 23, he had this idea, he had been, you know, we don't use marketing and staffing these remote contractors. And I was like, okay, but, you know, as you scale that, let me know. And I kept, kept him involved and kept in touch. And 
say, okay, let's start building these marketing teams for people. And I was like, okay, I can help you with the operations, the strategy while I'm working at Amazon. I was doing both jobs. Um, and uh, it was going really well. You know, just out of curiosity, so, you know, so you're working, things are going well at Amazon, you know, other than you get thrown in a warehouse with a, a few boxes and some employees and figure out what you're supposed to do there. But, you know, you get a, an opportunity to kind of get on the ground level, kind of craft some of that culture. Now, as your brother is uh, kind of pursuing his business or his kind of uh, side hustle or asking you to be part of the hustle, you know, is that something you're just, you're, you want to, you always wanted to do a startup or do a small business and this was your opportunity or is it more, hey, I'll help my brother out. And it's, you know, something that I want to make sure he's successful or kind of how did you decide to go down that path or as you're already doing a full-time job? Yeah. So I look at every role I've ever had as a startup, you know, um, that's something I've always had, even as a kid, we were, you know, promoting or throwing events in our city in Milwaukee, me and my brother together. Um, and then like even at Amazon, like he basically, was a, I was an entrepreneur with an entrepreneurial mindset, right? So, and I'm, you know, love to invent, simplify and like standardize things and then move on to the next situation. I love solving major big problems, which Amazon gave me a lot of. So for me, it wasn't much of like a going into it. I just seen the value in getting that big picture, corporate, that structure, and also being able to take those bigger visions and break them down into little things, um, you know, in phases, right? And I came on with ease more, more when it was a little bit more established, right? I tend to do better when businesses are at the point where they need to figure out how to scale and put all those pieces together versus just coming up with the idea. So he had a clear idea, had a decent vision. We came together and to see how we wanted to grow that. And I've always been giving like consulting or like tips or coaching to people in businesses um, because it comes kind of natural to me, like solving those kind of problems um, in a very quick way. Right. And also just really because I have a great community, man, it's been blessed with some fantastic mentors and people around me. And I believe in investing in uh, those people to help you accelerate their growth. But I think the most important thing is like I build trust with everyone I meet and because they trust me, they feel that they're open to you know sharing the things that made them successful so I can you know, continue to keep that, those things moving. So to answer your question, um, it kind of just fit with everything else, you know, and I, and I somehow found the time to do both. Um, because, uh, so me and Nate had, we had a conversation. We seen, I'm in Arizona now, we seen how much it was growing and like how much it was changing. We're like, well, maybe we should meet and intersect and move to Arizona. You know, it'd be a good spot for us just to keep moving things forward. So I asked Amazon, um, you know, could I relocate? They said, yeah, they gave me some pretty aggressive goals. I met those. I was able to come to Arizona and I launched two more sites here. Um, at that point, though, the sites I had there had about probably you know, 1,500 employees. And then I got to Arizona, I had about 4,000 employees. You know, those sites were much bigger, um, you know, delivering a lot more packages. I had a great deal of success there at Amazon, actually. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, and it gave me so much opportunity to, uh, to really figure out what I was best at. I think when you're a company that big, you don't try and do everything. You try to be the best of what comes easiest for you and find the right people to help you get that done. And uh, Amazon gave me those endless resources. So some people don't understand that that company, every, everything supports operations, um, corporate supports operations. So we're on the ground floor. So, you know, getting everything done, testing everything, delivering that customer service that people enjoy so much. Um, I think, like I said, it, but then, um, like I said, with my bigger calling, so in 2018, um, you know, we had a, we've been doing well staffing these marketing teams and so on and starting to go into development teams. Um, and then we basically had an opportunity to go to an accelerator 
And we were like, okay. I was like, well, I need to be full time at that point. That's what again, that's what was gonna be my question. Is kind of, you know, side hustles are oftentimes kind of uh, first of all, I always I always refer to them as a second full-time job because usually mm-hmm. you're putting in as much or more time in the side hustle as even the full-time job you normally have, which mm-hmm. pays the bills. But then you always get there, almost always get to a point, either, you know, one, the side hustle doesn't go anywhere and you shut it down and you go back here, you just focus on the full-time job or the opposite, which is now you're getting to a point where you're not able to balance things or you're not wanting to. In other words, you either have the money and you say, hey, I just want to make this my full-time focus or you see the opportunity and say, hey, this is really where I want to put all of my energy and I don't want to have any divided attention or something along those lines. So how did you kind of, and you were kind of getting into that answer, how did you kind of make that? decision is to okay this has been a side hustle i have a good job here but i want to go all in on the side hustle that's, that's kind of going to my, my one of the qu- questions i'll talk about later but um i think I, i'm more so purpose driven than, than money driven right and if i see the value and benefits of um me going into a different endeavor and i feel like that's more like the direction i should go in i'll, I'll make that leap i was doing well at amazon and i had to make i was up for another a major promotion um and but the point was like it didn't feel like it was aligning with my big picture, what I was being called to do. Um, finan- if it was just financial, then I should have stayed at Amazon, right? Um, you know, we'll go into that more later. But if it was for purpose and me feeling like the same way, like the other opportunities opened up to me, just continuing to trust that path, you know, thank God, I feel like God's leading me in a certain direction. You know, I'm obedient. So I feel like, hey, yeah, this startup thing was the thing that I should do. I had plenty of money saved. I had done well throughout my career, you know, increasing my income quite substantially. Um, since you know, graduating in a short period of time, I've done some pretty awesome things. And it gave me a foundation and confidence that I felt like if I go into this startup journey, I'll be highly successful because of the things I did in my, in my corporate or bigger picture, bigger place, like world of, uh, of operations. So we went to Ease as the name of that startup. Um, we had a really good plan. And my brother's a very successful entrepreneur. So I was very confident and we only work on this. We only own this business together, but we support many things each other do. But yeah, so I, mean, I felt like it was the next step and it, and it would allow me to, one, develop myself in another area, you know, understand VC, understand that kind of growth, um, be in a place where it's all innovation. Also, you know, it's going to be some tough times, right? Like, you know, but also, like I said, I had the discipline to, that I was going to start, I was going to finish. And then, you know, the cool thing is uh, I resigned from Amazon. I gave them actually like a very short notice. Um, which they were fine with operation was, you know, at that point, our site was the benchmark station in the country. It was number one in the country. I mean, I'm still probably in Amazon training videos today. And it was kind of like everyone's cross-training, but they didn't know how big the startup was. They're like, oh, I thought that was just a side hustle. Like you said, like, I know it was that serious. They're like, well, congratulations. And we know we're going to, we're kind of shocked that you're actually walking away from this for that. But okay. You know, and they supported it. And then, um, you know, we went through an accelerator called Generator. And then we have, and in 12 weeks, we raised half a million dollars. Um, or not, yeah, so through a, uh, through a really good trusted uh, CSA partners, through one of our investors in uh, VC, and then, yeah, we feel like, okay, we're off to a good start. What we have makes sense. It's still disruptive in the space of staffing. And, you know, if we look, look back now, you know, if I never left, we wouldn't have been positioned in the perfect time. COVID, something you couldn't have made up right now, right? We grew like 200% because all we did was independent contracted work. And what that company is building, just to make it really short and sweet, is, um, you know, an AI on behavioral characteristics that assesses people in real time on projects and evolves their portfolio and makes recommendations for them to get upskilled. And we can apply technology to right now, we're even working in Milwaukee to a group of single moms and assessing like, how can we see where they're at? And then the government is going to invest in those programs to upskill them 
Um, you know, and, and that's just a cool way, a cool thing that makes me happy. But then I started doing another entrepreneurial effort, you know, after COVID, during COVID, and something else. And I think this is the bigger picture is that, you know, I started Let's Scale, which is a growth strategy and operations management consulting firm, which really is like a SEAL Team 6 model, getting in with your best insight resources and getting out. And something that I wanted as a founder, you know, after going through the VC and seeing the people who kind of, you know, present themselves to startups early on who don't have the best intentions, or you're giving away equity too soon where you just need people to help you through a part of your journey where you shouldn't be given ownership. You should be just investing in people just doing things for you the best you can afford. So, and also, like I said, but also trust and, and giving access to people access to that network I have, man. Like I would not be anywhere without the people I was able to connect with. And, and leaving Amazon had gave me opportunity to just kind of travel the world. You know, we we'll go through plug and play, the largest corporate accelerator, very low acceptance rate, be on big stages at Web Summit with 70,000 people pitching our business. And obviously then, then leading to having this conversation right now to just hopefully you know, encourage people to, you know, take that leap, have be you know, make sure that you're going to move forward after you, the feeling, have the discipline to go through it. Because being an entrepreneur, you can understand, it's very hard. So, so yeah, that's kind of like the, the journey and kind of like what made me. And I know it's circling back just a, a little bit. Um, but one question I had, so you, you're already doing the, you know, side hustle now, full-time hustle that you started with your brother um, for staffing and, and that was going well. Now you, you know, also started the, the second business, which is on the operation side. Was that down a matter of, hey, I want, you know, I enjoy site or enjoy startup so much. I want to do a second one or you saw the opportunity, um, you know, just rewinding back there just a bit. What kind of motivated to, to go and start a, a second one? There was a gap. Um, in the VC world, it's, it's only so much I can control. And my commitment to that, those investors is to sell the business and grow the business. And, and, and also, like, I mean, that's me. I can't be as selective with who I work with. But also, um, I, my, my staffing company wasn't tapping into all my gifts and, and, and strengths. So what Let's Scale gave me the ability to do was to serve businesses where there was a gap um, in operations and aligning, like, you know, taking an idea to reality and maximizing their resources, but also it, it gives me the ability to serve at a higher capacity, you know, and I always say, I want people to remember that, you know, we started off as a growth strategy firm, but also really empowering the right leaders to better impact the world. That's all I want to remember for how we serve the community. And obviously with Let's Scale is, you know, I consider a Christian consulting company in the sense that, um, you know, 10% of all of our profits, as long as I'm leading the company, will go to some charities and just serving. So even indirectly, our companies are, are supporting a good, our clients are supporting a good thing. But also, like I said, I could serve them and be really selective with the community on all ends, um, you know, and like I said, just, just impact and help more, even more people. So that's really was a calling more so like just a, just to be to do more with the gifts I've been given and to interact with more people and be able to share more of my resources um, that I've had. Like I said, I'm, I know I'm pretty proud of myself for taking the opportunity to put this network together in a way that they can, you know, consultants can come and work on fun, exciting projects or next big thing and just the stuff that they're looking for. Um, and also startups can come to someone who is still doing it. You know, I'm still raising money, still closing, uh, some pretty awesome enterprise deals and I'm still growing this consulting company and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing even more things and supporting other ways. Um, you know, I feel called to. So like I said, I got I just, you know, like I said, I just keep working really hard and also just, you know, having faith that, uh, you know, God's time will open those doors that, uh, should be open for me. So that's kind of how I make my decision, I guess. Awesome. That definitely makes sense. And so, 
Well, now as we've kind of caught up to the a bit of the present day, as far as you know, your journey and where you're at today and running or, or, or pursuing those couple businesses, great time to transition to the two questions I always ask at the end of each journey. Um, but or, uh, before we dive into those, just as a reminder um, to the audience or as a heads up, we are all, excuse me, got uh, tongue tied. We are also doing the uh, the bonus question. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the you know the one crazy idea that you always wanted to pursue, and maybe someday you will. Um, so for those of people that want to hear that uh, that idea, stay tuned uh, after we wrap up the normal episode to hear or hear a little bit about that as well. Um, but uh, with that in mind, and before we dive dive to the bonus question, let's do the two questions that asked that normally asked at the end of each episode. So with that, the first question I always ask is: Along your journey, what was the worst business decision you ever made? What did you learn from it? So when I left Amazon, I walked away from 150 shares of Amazon stock that would have invested another year and a half. And I was up for probably another 20 shares or so from a promotion. So right now that'd be close to $500,000, $600,000, right? So I was like, dang, like I could have had a much stable, cushioned life. I could have bought a house, you know, or two, depends on what I was looking for. But, you know, and that, that can be looked at as a, a terrible bit of decision. Um, but like I said, I'm not motivated by money. And it opened up a door for me to go on a journey and, and just, you know, really work harder and, and you know, and, and plan out and, and get outside my comfort zone even more, uh, knowing that I didn't have that cushion, but also sh to me, gave, show, show me I had crazy faith because someone could have been like, you know, you could have waited, why don't you just wait one year and a half to get those you know, 150 shares? But like I said, I would have gone against what I believe in, you know, trusting like God's timing and uh, also just moving where I felt called to, right? Like, I, <laughs> so I, I could have took an easier path and, you know, I was making well over six figures too. On top of that, and uh, obviously, when I went to the startup. That's that totally changed, right? Uh, so that was a, a big business, business decision that kind of was uh, scary and uh, regrets sometimes, but not really. But you know, it opened a lot of doors. But I had to give up some things. No, and that is that's always hard. I mean, it's kind of the, the vice versa. Now, if uh, it, you know, if it gone down, you're saying, "Hey, I made a great decision." Stock when the stock's worth a whole lot, you're saying, "Oh, I should have just waited a little bit longer. Should have held out." Um, you know, and it's always one of those balances of weighing the opportunities, and it's hard to always make that decision. So I don't know that it's the worst decision, other than it's a lot of money that could have been left on the table, but it also allowed you to pursue the businesses where you're at today. So I think that's a, a great takeaway. Second question I always ask is now if you're talking to somebody that's just getting into a startup or a small business, what'd be the one piece of advice you'd give them? I say, you know, make sure the reason you want to start a business, like make sure your why is bigger than yourself, right? Um, that's what's going to motivate you to really get up every day when it's tough and hard and also help you to seek that community to support you. Um, because sometimes like in the beginning, yeah, you know, you may get up for yourself or be motivated by things just internally. But I think, you know, when your why is bigger than yourself, you're just going to work so much harder and, and you're going to just be more, way more focused because you, you know, you want to you know, serve others and, that's, and also be open to pivoting, right? Um, it also makes it so you're not just focused on just what you want. Um, you should know the direction you want to go in, but I think it's important to be able to pivot, you know, in, in a way that helps your business model um, to, to what's going to be best for your customers, like the community, the customers, the people out there are going to tell you the best version of your product that you're building, right? That insight is going to be so important. So make your why bigger yourself and also just be, be willing to pivot. Um, and also, I guess, I guess have a, have a strategy, right? Have a plan that's going to determine everything you do. You know, if you want to sell your company early exit, late or become a unicorn, uh, those, that vision or idea is going to determine everything you do in the beginning and who you partner with. So, yeah. I think that's a, definitely a great piece of advice and a great takeaway that uh, uh, for those that are getting started on a start for small business. And so 
Well, with that, uh, before we dive to the bonus question, as we wrap up the normal part of the episode, if people want to reach out to you, they want to be a customer, they want to be a client, they want to be an employee, they want to be an investor, they want to be your next best friend, any or all of the above, what's the best way to reach out to you, contact you, find out more? I think the best way, uh, LinkedIn is the best way to learn about me, catch catch up. And I think for me, everything I do is customized and starts with a conversation. Um, you know, and if, I, if, if there's synergy there, and, but also, you know, it's people in my network that love just connecting with each other and supporting people um, and, you know, good things come from that. So just I think it all starts with a conversation. So LinkedIn would be the best way to, to connect with me. And I'm, you know, very uh, active on there. Awesome. Well, I definitely encourage uh, people to, to reach out, contact you there and then to make a great uh, connection. So with that, thank you again for coming on the podcast. It's been a fun, it's been a pleasure. Now for all of you that are listeners, if you have your own journey to tell, and you'd like to be guests on the podcast, feel free to go to inventiveguest.com, apply to be on the show. We'd love to have you. A couple more things as listeners, make sure to click share, subscribe, leave us a review because we want to make sure everyone finds out about all these awesome journeys. And last but not least, if you ever need help with your patents, your trademarks, or anything else with your startup or your small business, just go to strategymeeting.com, grab some time with us to chat, and we're always here to help. Now, with that, now normally I'd wrap up the episode, but I always love going to the bonus question. It's kind of always fun. You know, if you're anything like me, um, a lot of times you're always having that one next idea or that one crazy idea or something you always wanted to pursue. You may or may not ever have the time or the bandwidth or the funds to pursue it, but it's always kind of that one idea that you kind of hold out hope that someday you'll pursue it or someday you'll have an opportunity to do something with. And so with that, turn it over to you a bit to uh, to let it, or share with us what is that uh, one crazy idea for you? Yeah, I think the big idea is uh, the bigger vision of less scale, there's a methodology behind it. So scale stands for systems, culture, agile, lean, efficiency. Um, and I think it's important like that eventually to be able to take all this data and all this insight and be able to create this like agile SEAL Team 6 model to just help accelerate and launch the growth of just companies in general, you know, through all the people we're working with, be able to just go in there, enter some data and then just get connected with the experts you need Know, to take you those ideas to reality to you know assess your business you know and then also have those trusted partners you know and access to resources that people need early on you know in an unbiased perspective from a founder you know and just and really offer that you know globally to individuals um, now, with that so with that system or, or kind of that idea would it be more of analyzing the business for you know, the prospects or be more of, hey, we're going to connect you up with the right people, all the above or kind of, you know, is it, because it almost kind of sounds like maybe a, an analytics tool for a, an accelerator, right? In other words, a lot of times that's kind of what an accelerator do. It will say, hey, here's some guidance. Here's maybe, you know, we'll connect you up with investors or other people, but is it kind of fitting into that model or is it something kind of different? Uh, very similar. I think the biggest thing is it would uh, allow you to, to identify opportunities that are going to help you scale your business most effectively, right? And then connect you to the people to get it done um, when, when you need to. Um, and I think it's important just, you know, having like a, a platform or a tool and eventually obviously it can be some machine learning AI, just seeing like, you know, what consistent parameters or things are queued up or you know, what best practices are out there and give you those insights so you can just get there sooner, right? Um, and more effectively and have and, and, and from a community that has done it um, and, and you know and this obviously be modeled off those experts and then you just be able to kind of go into that that world or metaverse at some point obviously is how we look at it in my world I want to build the first fully digital supply chain um, and that would be like kind of what it is but it'll be more for a growth strategy and inside perspectives create opportunities which like you said starts with analysis 
absolutely no i think so in in what would even be cool maybe even to build on that is if you're to take the idea and say okay now we're going to learn from what other businesses where how they identify you know almost applying that machine learning or the ai how did they identify the gaps what did they do differently and how did they do that and then it says okay for these similar types of business whether it's similar types of individuals, maybe industries, maybe opportunities, maybe the stage where they're at, you know, help them to identify what are those things that can or help you to be successful like other businesses and, yeah. you know, or the aggregate or crowdsourcing that business information and then put you on those paths or give you those tools or the connections to do so. So I think that'd be a, that'd be a great idea and definitely something that uh, a lot of startups I'm sure would use. So you should pursue it someday. And I, if you ever do, let me know. And we'll, uh, we'll uh, let, let everybody know that you pursued your crazy idea. So, well, with that, thank you again for coming on the podcast. It's been a fun, it's been a pleasure and salt wish the next leg of your journey, even better than the last. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.